Welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm a yoga teacher, a coach, and most importantly, an astrologer. And that's why I come to you every week here in your podcast feed to let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on earth. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica and this is our 99th episode. I am so excited to bring it to you and I am so honored that you join me here and allow me to be in your earbuds and in your psyche and in your consciousness every week and I am just so honored to share this wisdom with you every week. It is a really lovely week. We have a lot of good stuff happening, which is a really nice change of pace from where we've been. The main event, of course, is this meetup between Venus and Mars. So Venus, as you know, is the planet of all things relationship, all things money, all things that we value. Mars is the planet of all things motivation and drive. It is the masculine energy. Venus is the feminine energy. So when we are working with the Venus-Mars conjunction, our experience of those energies and our experience of being in relationship and our experience of how we motivate ourselves and what motivates us and what lights us up, that's all going to be at the forefront of our minds. Even more so this time because these planets are meeting up in the sign of Leo. Leo is the sign most associated with passion. It is the sign associated with performance, being on the stage of life, allowing yourself to shine bright. All Leo people that have a lot of Leo in their chart, part of their life path is allowing themselves to shine so that they can show us all that it's okay to shine bright. And there's a lot of vulnerability in shining. There's a lot of vulnerability in allowing yourself to be seen. So just because the stuff this week is really good and fun and passionate doesn't mean it's not going to poke at your stuff, your core wounds, those deep-seated beliefs about allowing yourself to be seen, allowing yourself to be creative, allowing yourself to be vulnerable in relationship, those things are all going to be on the table this week. So while it is an exciting week and there's an opportunity for a lot of creativity, a lot of inspiration, a lot of joy, a lot of play, a lot of fun, it's also a week where some of our stuff might come up. So you know Mercury is in Cancer. We talked a little bit about that last week. So Mercury, the planet of communication, logistics, our experience of communicating with one another, expressing ourselves. Mercury is the messenger. He's always delivering the news and he is in Cancer. So he doesn't have words for what he wants to say right now. Cancer is a feeling sign. It is a sign that is associated with our roots, our lineage, our ancestry, our family. A lot of our emotional baggage comes from our family. So this is a week where some of that might be triggered. 
it might be triggered in a good way. It might be an opportunity for you to act out some of those patterns in your current relationships so that you can stop the cycle. So maybe it's a really good opportunity because Mercury and Cancer is a welcomed opportunity to work through some of our stuff. The thing that's frustrating about it is that we might not have the words to describe how we're feeling. We might resort to being passive aggressive. So you might beat around the bush a little bit. That is a quality with Mercury and Cancer that's not so helpful or healthful. So be careful if you want to resort to that passive aggressive nudging of the people you love. It's not going to be that productive. Now, with this Venus Mars conjunction in Leo, it's the first time they're meeting up since August 2019. The first thing that comes to mind is this is a super sexy time. It's in Leo. Leo rules sex. It rules passion. It rules love, the heart. It is just a fun, full of life archetype that we work with in the Zodiac. And we all have Leo somewhere in our chart. So wherever you're having this conjunction, there's the start of a new two-year cycle because these planets only meet up about every two years. So the last time they met up was August 24th, 2019 at four degrees Virgo. So when Venus and Mars meet up in Virgo, they're a little bit more into the work stuff. So maybe your sparks were flying at work, but they might not have been flying in the bedroom. Now we're in Leo. So it's a little bit sexier. It's a little more fun, but It's important to know that in August 2019, you started a two-year cycle with this Venus and Mars conjunction. There was something going on for you at that time. Maybe it was a new relationship. Maybe it was a commitment to your relationship. Maybe it was a commitment to a creative project or some sort of passion project. Maybe you got really involved in social activism. Whatever it is that's important to you, that is a example of your value system that was going on then, you may have seen that play out over the last two years. So some dates to note that if you want to go back in your calendar and just look at where the previous Venus-Mars conjunction may have played out for you. Of course, the conjunction was August 24th, 2019 in Virgo. Then we had the opening square, Venus square Mars, January 26, 2020 in Pisces and Sagittarius. So Venus was in Pisces, Mars was in Sag. And then we had the opposition, Venus opposite Mars, November 9, 2020. So that was right after the election. And that was Venus in Libra, Mars in Aries. And that was spicy. I remember that. And then we had the closing square, which was Venus squaring Mars, Um, February 19th, 2021, right after Valentine's Day. And that was Venus in Aquarius and Mars in Taurus. So that may have been something ending, something closing out. And now you are beginning something new. This is an opportunity for a new beginning. It doesn't have to be in romantic relationships. It could be with your money. Venus rules money and how we relate to our finances. It could be in your values. It could be in your friend circle. It really depends on where Leo is in your chart. This is why it's really effective to get 
a chart reading when you have big stuff happening in your life so we can see where these transits are impacting you and what parts of your life are being illuminated, where the universe really wants you to be paying attention. So back to this Venus-Mars conjunction in Leo. You might be feeling motivated when it comes to making money or getting your finances in order again. You might be motivated to find a partner or a mate, someone to spend your life with. You might be like, it's enough of being alone. I did quarantine alone. It's time for me to find someone. This is a really motivating aspect to get yourself back out into the world. Of course, this is the time, right? If you're living in the US, we are all venturing back out into the world. It's a super exciting time. Please be careful, get vaccinated. I gave you my soapbox moment last week, so I'll save it this week. But people are impassioned this week. So you are going to connect with people when you have similar passions, when you are both fired up about the same things. Remember, Leo is fixed, which means it's stubborn. Leo does not budge when it decides that its heart is set on something. That is what it wants. It's very clear about its desires. So you are going to get really clear about your desires this week. You want to prioritize how you're feeling over what you're thinking because Mercury is in Cancer. It doesn't have clear thoughts right now, but it does know what it feels. So really turn down the noise on the thoughts, turn down the noise on other people's opinions, and turn up the volume on your intuition and your instincts. This is about how does this make me feel? How do I feel in this moment? Does this make me feel anxious and nervous? Maybe not the right thing. Does this make me feel grounded and in touch with my core sense of being of who I am? Then that's a definite yes. One of my favorite pieces of advice, I've shared it before in the podcast. It comes from my chiropractor. He said, No comes in many flavors, yes comes in one. Venus and Mars conjunct, if it's a yes, you'll know it's a yes this week, okay? So embrace whatever sparks joy for you. For me, that can be cleaning out my closet. Nothing makes me happier than seeing a super organized bathroom cabinet or a super organized kitchen pantry and that's me. For you, sparking joy might be going to the park and having nothing to do, being completely by yourself and staring up at the clouds. For someone else, sparking joy might be getting on that stage and performing. So you really want to know what sparks joy for you. What can you get lost in? What can you do this week that just you get into the flow and then you just get lost in it? You know, that's really the vibe of this week. My catchphrase for the week is feel your flow, whatever helps you get into the flow. For me, a pantry reorganization, nothing gets me into the flow, like putting on a podcast and reorganizing my pantry. I just feel like I'm in it. Other times it's for me, it's restorative yoga. I just want to put on some mantras and lie on my mat with no end point with no time that I have to get up. That is another way I like to be in the flow of life. So this is really about you finding what brings you joy, 
what you can lose yourself in, what you can feel a sense of flow in this week. Now, Thursday, we're really going to be feeling that because the sun is going to try Neptune and Neptune is the planet associated with the subconscious, altered states of being. So where you go when you meditate, that is Neptune, your dreams, your fantasies, your imagination. So this is a week where you also can let your desires really unfold and let your imagination run wild. I think that we get really scared of allowing our imaginations to run wild. I think we lose that as we get older. And with the age we're living in, with everyone sharing so much on social media, I think we feel like if we're not sharing something, it's not real. But this is a good week to allow your desires to come to the surface and really use your imagination to take those desires to their end point. It doesn't mean you have to see it through. It doesn't mean you have to get caught up in the result, but allow your imagination to take you to a place of what could this be? Because this is a week for inspiration. It's a week for intuition. It's a week for dreaming. It's a week for allowing yourself to get into the deepest deepest part of who you are. It is not a week to be stuck on the layer of logistics, pragmatic thinking. It's just not about that. It's really a week to have some fun and allow yourself to maybe take things not so seriously and embrace what's in the present without getting so hung up on how it's going to play out in the future. Sun trying Neptune can help because it might make you feel a little foggy. You just feel a little spacey, but like that good spacey. Oh, I'm kind of floating and I don't really know what's on the agenda for today. I don't know if you have those days, but I have those days and I love those days. So Thursday might be one of those days. It's also a day where you might not have a lot of patience for people because you might want to spend more time going inward. Privacy is really important on Thursday and going into the weekend. We're going to be a little bit more private. Of course, that Venus and Mars and Leo makes us want to be out in the world, but there's going to be a part of us that wants to turn inward, especially if you tend toward being a little bit more introverted then this weekend, you're going to probably want to turn inward a little bit, turn down the dial on the outside noise. So again, this is a week for following your instincts. Don't worry about what other people's expectations are. You really have to honor what's right for you. On Saturday, that is the one day this week, the part of the week that might be a little sticky. So The sun is going to oppose Pluto. The sun is in Cancer still. Pluto is in Capricorn. These are the signs associated with our family, our mother-father dynamics in our life. So with all the relationship stuff going on this week, you might find that your core wound, some of that stuff that you took on for your parents or from your parents as a child, might be playing out in your relationships. This isn't a bad thing. It might be something that helps you heal that karma, that helps you work with that core wound so you can heal it and move past it. So this could be a really awesome opportunity. 
Pluto is also a sexy planet, so you might feel that the sexiness of the Venus-Mars conjunction on Tuesday continues into the weekend. That could be a nice surprise. It also could illuminate where there are secrets being hidden because Pluto rules the things that are underneath the surface. It rules the gems, the diamonds, the things that we mine from the earth. So we can't always see those things, but we know that they are there. So there might be some secrets that someone is hiding from you. There might be some buried emotions that you are working at hiding from yourself, and then you just can't hide them anymore when the sun illuminates that Pluto on Saturday. Now, what's also interesting is that Chiron is stationing to retrograde on Saturday. So that can amplify any of those feelings that you're having around your core wound, especially stuff that came up from family, especially stuff that came up from early childhood. Chiron is an Aries. He's been there a while. He's going to be there for a while. He moves slow. He's far away from us. So with Chiron and Aries, it's about healing what keeps you from individuation, from your separation from your parents. Because Aries is about being independent. It is the opposite of being in partnership. So you might have some energy around wanting your autonomy or your independence, but also wanting to be in a committed emotional relationship, right? So that might be something coming up. Aries also is the infant of the zodiac. It's the first sign. So there's something childlike about it. Also, Leo rules children. So that part of the zodiac has a lot to do with children and play and birth. So this is a week that some of that childhood stuff could come up. Maybe you have a little impassioned tantrum as if you were back in childhood. That's also a possibility. So, you know, just notice what's coming up. Notice what's coming up when you're meditating. Notice what you're talking about in your journal. Notice what's on your mind and see if any of those patterns or behaviors are things that have been with you since you were little. The sun opposite Pluto can also reignite some focus. So Pluto is a very focused planet. It is strategic. It is also the planet of destruction, rebirth, regeneration, bringing new life in. So the sun is at 22 degrees Cancer on July 14th. And that is opposite that 22 degrees Capricorn, which is a hot spot in the Zodiac because that's where the Saturn-Pluto conjunction took place in January 2020. And that was the really pivotal thing that kicked off that wild year of 2020. So you might be reigniting or regenerating some of your dreams, some of the stuff you were working on, some of the strategies that you had early 2020. There were things that you intended to do in 2020. And of course, as we all know, the pandemic happened and we all got off course in one way or another. So you might revisit your intentions for 2020. Look at what was going on in January and what you had set out to do. Maybe you want to 
just bring new life to some of those ideas, some of those projects, maybe some of the relationships that were more present for you at that time. Because so many of our relationships have changed over the past year and a half. We didn't necessarily see the same people anymore. Therefore, they out of sight, out of mind. We didn't necessarily spend time with the same people once we went into lockdown. So just check in with your calendar, see what you were doing in January 2020. And if you want to revisit some of those things. On Sunday, we have a lot of adjusting energy going on. So there's a bunch of in-conjuncts in the sky. And I don't often talk about in-conjuncts, but these this is an energy of making adjustments. But there's three of them on Sunday, so there's obviously something that the planets are trying to tell us. Venus is in an in-conjunct with Pluto. Mercury is in an in-conjunct with Saturn. Mars is in an in-conjunct with Neptune. So This, along with that sun opposite Pluto, leads me to believe that this weekend is an opportunity to reassess, reassess your needs, reassess your desires, and align yourself with what is going to bring you the joy that Venus and Mars in Leo want to bring you. This Moon on Sunday also activates the Saturn-Uranus square that I've been talking about ad nauseum. So it does activate where the changes are happening. And you might notice this week that you decide to shift your strategy. You decide that maybe you want the same things. Maybe the desires are the same, but the way you're going to get there is just a little bit different. And that would make sense because we've got a lot more information now. We've gotten through eclipse season. We've gotten through Mercury retrograde. We are in retrograde season, which basically means it's the part of the year where a lot of the outer planets are retrograde. So we're going back over. We're revising things. We're checking in with stuff. We're looking back in our calendar and our journal. We're saying, what was going on in January 2020? What was going on in August 2019 when Venus and Mars last met? How far have I come and where do I want to go? And that's the thing about astrology that's so cool. It is like the ultimate life coach. It is the ultimate roadmap to self-coaching, to allow yourself to witness your growth. It gives you the impetus for reflection as well as a little bit of a roadmap of what is to come. So with that, feel free to book a reading with me, veronicaparetti.com slash astrology. I'm always there. You can see my calendar through October right now. I'd love to chat with you. If you are interested in setting your new moon intentions with me and releasing the old stuff at the full moon with me, you can always come on over and join online yoga club, which you can do at veronicaparetti.com slash yoga. And that's all I got for you this week. It is a really lovely week. I want you to feel your flow. I want you to trust your intuition and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please rate and review it on Apple podcasts and tell your friends. Finally, come find me on Instagram at Veronica Peretti. I'll talk to you next week.